Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast, featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. Welcome to Unity Community of Central Oregon. Virtual service. We are so happy to see you. I'm, I'm looking at people on the Zoom screen, seeing Joanne Daly there. How sweet to see her all the way from Sacramento, and <laughs> and the rest of you. We're happy to see you too. <laughs> Wherever you are, we are celebrating that you are joining with us because we know you're watching in all different places on YouTube and Facebook and our website. And some of you are not watching in real time, but there's no there's no space and time, right? And so whenever and wherever you are watching us, we welcome you. This This is a community that is welcoming of everybody. We don't we don't care what color your skin is. We don't care who you love. We don't care if you are Republican or Democrat or you don't even vote. We don't care how you're doing life. We only care that you want to be part of this community. We want to be one love, one power. And we welcome all of you. So thank you for being here today. Let's just say our mission statement together. We are a vibrant, welcoming, multi-generational, prosperous community, embodying love and awakening spiritual consciousness. So let's have some chance with Soul Shine. I send my love over the mountains. I send my love over the seas. I send my love into the heavens. And it returns to me. To love again. I send my love over the mountains. I send my love over the sea. I send my love into the heavens. And it returns to me. I send my peace. I send my peace over the mountains. I send my peace over the sea. I send my peace. Into the heavens, and it returns to me. I send my power, I send my power into the mountains, I send my power over the sea, I send my power into the heavens, and it returns to me. God in you, Namaste. The God in me beholds a God in you, Namaste. All is beautiful, all is well. All is beautiful, all is well. God in me beholds a God in you. Send my love over the mountains. 
Thank you. That was wonderful. It's so nice to have Soulshine back in the house. <laughs> oh, oh, so um, let's move to celebrations with Claire. Good morning, Unity family. How are you guys this morning? I don't have too many celebrations this morning, so I'm just I'm making some up, but but they're good <laughs> ones. So yes, I want to celebrate Soulshine being back here. We had music guests for the past couple weeks, so. Eric and Manissa and Victor have been able to sleep in and just hang out on Sunday morning instead of having to rush here, but we're so glad to have you guys back. We missed you. Um, Tamara Schmidt is celebrating that her son, William, committed to going to the University of Nevada in Reno and super excited about. He's been um, accepted into their Disability Resource Center, which I know is a really important thing for him, and you must be so grateful, Tamara. I see her over here on Zoom. She doesn't have her video on, but I'm waving at you, and we're celebrating with you, Tamara. And I also want to celebrate Dave's concert. He did a beautiful piano concert earlier this week, and it was fabulous. And every, I think our favorite was, you know, at the end, he celebrated Kevin because Kevin helped him out, and he, and he did... Um, the song Hallelujah, and he just—it was just amazing, amazing. You are a gifted, gifted man, Dave. Very talented. So anyone, and I also saw—I saw Terry Side saying that she did her yoga this morning, which is super impressive because I know she just had rotator cuff surgery not too long ago, and so she's doing yoga. Yay, Terry! Celebrating that. Let's see. Um. Kristen, is, uh, Kristen Hawkins is celebrating moving back to the Bend area, actually down in Sun River, she was saying. And I think that's it. If we have... Oh, yes. So my husband, I don't know if you remember, at the beginning of the month, I shared with you that for Christmas, I got the gift of him doing dinners, doing meals, and all the cooking and all the cleaning for the month of January. So today is his last day, and he, again, he has shown up in a big, big way. So I'm, I'm not celebrating that today is his last day. <laughs> he may be celebrating, but I, I am not. And then we also have, since our snowman melted, our announcement mascot snowman, we have a new um, announcement mascot this morning. Nico, would you throw that photo up there? All right, so Zeke replaced, he borrowed the snowman's hat and boa, and he is announcing that this Saturday we have our food drive, so Anna will be down here from 10 to 11 on Saturday morning, so please, please help us supply the food bank, the local food banks, with some supplies for those in need, and so just drop by whatever you can, and then also, again, what are we announcing? The annual meeting. February 21st at 11.30 a.m. If you don't have that on your calendars by now, I, I don't know what we're going to do with you. <laughs> so you all have a fabulous day, and back to you, Jane. Thank you, Claire. You always make it so much fun. <laughs> so let's move into prayer right now. I, I saw Shalom there on the screen, and it makes me think about our teachers, you know, the going back to school and the kids that are going back to school. So a lot of adjustment for a lot of people in our community and all over. I'm sure that's happening all over the country. So we just hold them in our prayers and we, we claim that they are safe and they are even in the restrictions of back to school. They are enjoying being able to see their friends and just having a little bit of a taste of normalcy again. So we hold the teachers and the students all over the place. And and we hold all of those frontline workers who are getting their shots and maybe dealing with their reactions. I know Kalinda had her shot and she's in medical records and she's having some reactions. And we just know that she is so filled with light 
and that this is just passing like a cloud in the sky for her and for all of those who are dealing with the same thing. And we claim that health is our birthright. We are whole and we see our world moving through this pandemic and returning to a state where it's an upgrade from what we had before, where our health is so much more prized and we are taking such good care of ourselves. And we hold all the people who are suffering at this time who feel like they are being pushed to the side and not cared about, who, who are immersed in conflict, all of that. We just hold them and know that they are the light of God expressing. There is no other in this world. We are all one. And as one, we have all the power that emanates from the one. We are that. And we claim that we know that and we express that in physical form now. And so it is. Our prayer together. Love is our ultimate reality, everywhere present and whole. It radiates abundantly and continually creates good in my life and in the world. As we gratefully acknowledge the presence and power of love now, we see the people and circumstances we hold in prayer healed and illumined by love, and so it is. And now let's move into a place of meditation. So I invite you to just begin, as you breathe, thinking about the surface world, the circumstances that we are all immersed in. We think about the houses that we live in. We think about the beauty of the nature around us. We think about the people and the animals who share space with us. We think about the people who are not sharing space with us that we miss. We think about those who are ill right now. 
And we think about those who work to help them. We think about those who serve in the government, who are doing their best to make things better for the whole, regardless of whether we like their ideas. We think about those who are fighting and arguing right now, whether it's in the political realm or in someone's home or in the streets. And as we think about all of this, we remember that this is the surface world. This is such a small part of who we are. This is like the iceberg at the top, the part that we see. But beneath, there is so much depth. And as we breathe, we sink now beneath the surface. We let all those struggles and all those delights go. We feel ourselves sinking into our hearts. And in those hearts, we begin to touch the light of love. Feel how expansive it is everywhere present. We are holy, holy light. Let us feel the sense of well-being that comes with knowing that truth. All is well. And we know the truth that it is from here that surface reality emerges, not the other way around. Our thoughts of deep peace, our thoughts of love for all, from here comes the reality we create the world. And this is where creation happens. Let us feel gratitude for the world we are making now. We claim the truth. The light is the truth of us and of everyone. Everything else is illusion. And as the pure light of creation We get to create the world we want. We are not subject to the world we see on the surface. We live here in the depths. And now let us imagine that we return to the surface, but we return with new eyes. 
we see the world that is true in our hearts. And as we look and we see that world, the old world falls away. Sickness and conflict fall away. Love is what remains. Wholeness remains. Light remains. And so it is. My whole Saturday and Sunday too I was thinking about ways not to lose Lay down my weapons is what I've done Too late to hide, feet too soft to run But people say I'm the luckiest man Yeah, they say Running is useless And fighting is foolish You're not gonna win But still you're the luckiest man You're up against And too many horses And mysterious forces But what you don't know Is you are the luckiest man You're the luckiest man Done talk to the devil when he calls my name Sometimes when I'm losing, it all seems the same And when I fall, I'm back up again Just to slip on the same mistakes and slide right back in But people say I'm the luckiest man And yeah, they say Running is useless And fighting is foolish You're not gonna win But still you're the luckiest man You're up against And too many horses And mysterious forces What you don't know is You are the luckiest man You're the luckiest man Try to keep my faith and keep my mind Hate to lose either one when the whip cracks behind And I can't help but mourning just a little each night People say everything's gonna be alright But people say I'm the luckiest man Yeah say running is useless if fighting is foolish you're not gonna win but still you're the luckiest man you're up against and too many horses and mysterious forces but what you don't know is you are the luckiest man you're the luckiest man you're the luckiest Lovely as usual. Thank you, Victor. What does it mean to be lucky? You know, I I couldn't help thinking as you sang that song of Harry Potter. And remember the day, if you're a fan, when he got the 
Felix, I'm not sure what the whole phrase was, but it was lucky juice. And, and so for one day, he was, he had a charmed life and everything went according to what he desired. And that was perhaps because of the lucky juice and perhaps because of his belief in the lucky juice. We all have the ability to have that lucky juice every day of our lives because we know the truth that our thoughts are creating our reality. Our thoughts that come from in our hearts, not just passing thoughts, not the surface thoughts. It's the deep thoughts. And we have an outpicturing right now of a world where too much fear has gotten into our deep thoughts. But we can change that. We can change that because this is where we repair. Today I wanted to talk about the prayer of protection because we say that every week. And a lot of you have known this prayer for a very, very long time. But do we really think about what it means? So I want to give you a little history of the prayer of protection. You may or may not know this, but it was, it was written by James Dillett Freeman, who has been called the Poet Laureate of Unity, back in 1940. And he, he wrote this because he was serving silent unity for a Christmas service. And so he wrote this little prayer for silent unity because never before did they feel they had needed protection in the way that they did at this period in, in history. And they didn't have a prayer of protection. And they were getting calls from all over the world from people asking for a prayer of protection. And so he created this. And initially it was... The, the light of Christ surrounds you, or inf- and the love of Christ enfolds you, etc. But then he changed it as he went al- along because they wanted to put it out into the wide world. And they felt that calling it the light of God and the love of God was more accessible to more people. And they wanted this to be a prayer for all. So I want you to listen to it. Uh, and so one other thing before he created the the final version of it, he was working on a booklet that they were going Unity was going to put out into the world that had all these prayers for protection. And one of the ones that was right on the back cover was the 23rd Psalm. So the part that was key here is, even though I walk through the valley of death, I will not fear because you are there with me. And one of the women that worked for Silent Unity said to him, come on, James, if I were a woman in England and I'm watching the bombs coming down overhead or I'm a soldier in the field and dealing with everything I'm dealing with there, I'm not going to be comforted by even if I walk through the shadow of the valley of death. You can do better than that. And so James Dillard Freeman is like, do better than the 23rd Psalm? You know, like that seemed like a pretty big task to him. But he went back, he remembered that prayer that he had created for the Christmas service. And he went back to that because it kept, it kept being in his head. And so he, he revised it to be God and he had the inspiration for the final line. So I want to, I want to say it to you. And I want you to listen to this prayer as it was originally written and see how it lands for you and what part of you is drawn to this prayer. The light of God surrounds you. The love of God enfolds you. The power of God protects you. The presence of God watches over you. Wherever you are, God is.
when I listen to this prayer, I don't know about you, but I feel so safe. I feel so held. I tap into a presence that is so much bigger than me and keeps me safe. But that is not the God of my understanding today because that is a God that is outside of me. And when things are not going the way I would like them to go, when I am in a place of struggle, I like believing in a God like that. Because me here, I feel like a hot mess. And I, I want to know that there's something bigger than me that can handle this. But that's not truth. And, and just because it was written at that time, that was a prayer for that time that was so powerful for that time. And perhaps James Dillard Freeman even understood it differently. But it's a prayer for having something from outside of us take care of a mess we've created. And I think we can do better than that. I think that we can begin to realize that that is not separate from us. That is who we are. It's the wholeness of us. So at Unity, we have, we have added the phrase after each one, the light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God, and so forth. And I don't know if, I don't know if that's the highest version of this yet. I think, I think we could still do some wordsmithing with it. I think that we could get to a place where we really claim the truth of who we are. I am the vibration of pure light. That's what I am. I am love that reaches out and enfolds everyone around me. I am pure power. There is nothing that is beyond me if I put the mind of my heart to it. I am the presence of God. When you are in my presence, you, the presence of God, feel the presence of God. Like the Namaste song that Soulshine did at the beginning. The light in me sees the light in you. We call it forth. Wherever I am, that's where God is. Wherever. Because I am that vibration. We get so stuck living in the surface world. We look around us and we see circumstances. And we get hooked, just like a fish on a line. We get hooked by these circumstances. And we think that they are real. And on some level, they are real. We're not saying that people don't die or people don't get sick or people don't get sad. Those things are real. They're just not the deepest reality, and they're not the cause level of reality. When we go to that deeper level, we find a truth that is luminous. It's the truth of consciousness. And consciousness is a vibration, it's a frequency of light. All that really is, is light. And yet our consciousness varies. So when we focus on circumstances that are out there and we get scared, the frequency of that vibration of light gets lower. And we get into that level 
we're not in a place of joy. We're not in a place of peace. We're not in a place of love. We have to be on a higher vibration in order to do that. And so we go through a doorway, the doorway of our heart. We go through the doorway of gratitude because gratitude springs us from the place of what is that is not well to the place of what is that is beautiful and true because it comes from here. We go into a place of appreciation where we find what there is to love. And that brings us home, home to our hearts. We go into a place of love and kindness, like Karen talked about a couple weeks ago. Because in the act of being kind, we remember oneness. We embody the love that we came here to be. It's so important to remember that our consciousness is changeable. And when we are stuck in a place that doesn't feel good, consciousness is what needs to change. I've been reading several novels recently about the time period from, say, 38 through 58 in those those 20 years. And I'm, I'm really struck by the consciousness of how it was for people back then and also by the struggles and the circumstances that they were going through. We think we're having a really hard time now, but really there were some plenty hard times. In 38, for example, in this one novel I was reading it, it talks about this young man who had come from the Dust Bowl in the Texas Panhandle and, and how people died of lung pneumonia, dust pneumonia, I guess they called it, because the dust would get into their lungs and they, and they would just die from that. And, and this young man was orphaned from those circumstances. And, and then he's traveling across country at a time when there were no, you know, no planes that was for commercial travel. And everything was, was in much worse shape than it is now. People were poor. He said hunger was just a way of life for him. And then overseas, Hitler is stirring things up. And people are making concessions like giving away Czechoslovakia to Hitler to appease him. All of that is going on. There's this big hurricane, the hurricane of 38, where so much is destroyed in that process. All of this is going on. Not too long ago, there's been the, the big Spanish flu of 1918. And the Great Depression in the 30s, all of this is part of the consciousness of these people. And they are struggling mightily. And they don't see hope. And after the war in the 50s, people think that, okay, material goods, that's the answer. And they're all about building up material goods. This is the world that we inherited. We're, we're in the process right now of getting my mom into assisted living. And so my sister was calling me this morning and she was talking about all the photo albums that, that my mom is like in the background if she's in there at all, while my dad was bigger than life. And, and in talking to my mom about her life, she, she was asking her, well, what were your hobbies? She said, I had eight kids. I didn't have hobbies. I was taking care of the kids. That was her life. And I was saying to my sister, just based on these novels I'd been reading, it's like I have so much better of an understanding of how that's how it was. Women didn't have the opportunities that they have today, that they fought to get 
that we inherit. There was a different consciousness. So fast forward to today. We have a consciousness. We've inherited all of that. But now we have our own consciousness from circumstances that are going on and from the things that we have created. And we have created a world that is full of division where people don't feel good about one another. I was speaking to someone from our community recently, and she was, she was talking about an experience she'd had on Facebook where she just, someone in our community had made a comment, and she just said, oh, I didn't know that. And then someone else, hopefully not from our community, but someone else on the thread, starts attacking her. And she feels like it's not okay for her to just be who she is and say what she feels and thinks. And, and she is somebody who leans to the right. And she doesn't know if there's room for that in our community. Because some people are so outspoken with what they believe as they lean to the left. And that's not okay. It's not okay for us to be cruel to people who think differently than us. Because it's only when we look at the whole, the perspectives that the right and the left both bring, can we create solutions that work for the whole. It's not okay to just say one is right and the other is wrong. We have created a world where separation is the reality. And in comes COVID where now we can't even be with each other. This divisiveness, this separation is our doing, our consciousness. And I don't say this to beat us up because we do this unconsciously. But if we are to change it, and we must, we have to change the place that our thoughts are coming from. We have to notice the thoughts that are not high and true. And we have to come down beneath the surface to our hearts. And from that place, we focus on what is good and true. St. Paul in one of his letters said, if anything is good and true, think on that. Think on that. This is what we must do. We must, as a spiritual community, join together and focus on truth. The prayer of protection, we need to focus on what is truth so that that becomes a reality for everyone. Protection is needed now. Safety is needed now. Where does it come from? It comes from knowing myself as light and knowing you as light and knowing all people as light, all creation as light, knowing us as love, knowing that love is the only truth. Light is the vibration of love, and that is what creates. That is the power that we cling to. That is the presence that is real. That is the God that we pray to and praise. Love, light. In a couple of, in a week, I'll be starting a class on resilience. And resilience is about being able to hang in there no matter what's going on. How are we able to do that? I propose to you it's through accessing the power that is ours. In unity, there's a teaching called the 12 powers. And maybe you've encountered that and maybe you haven't. But it's powers like love and wisdom and life. There are 12 of them, and we're going to be studying them. And we're going to be studying how do we embody those powers? How do we claim them as our identity rather than something that's outside of ourselves? 
when I feel like I don't know what to do, I have a tendency to look for wisdom on the outside of me. I, I would love to be able to dial the phone and, you know, find a psychic or somebody who would, who would give me the answers because I don't feel like I have them in that moment. But that is a misuse of power. That is not the right thing to do. The right thing to do is to claim the wisdom that I am, not to look for it somewhere else. I'm not saying that you can't talk to a psychic. Psychics are tuned in to truth. At least the good ones are. (laughs) And if they say something, you resonate with it because it resonates with the wisdom inside And that's how you recognize that it's truth. It's not because somebody outside of you said, this is so. It's because somebody outside of you said something and you said, ah, this is truth. I know it. That's why you can find signs anywhere you look. Somebody was telling me the other day that she gets her signs in music. She's she's going along and she hears a song and she's, ah, that's truth. That's where her signs come from. People find them on billboards. You're reading books and you read something and you say, ah, that's so true. You hear it from the mouth of babes. Children say something and you think, ah, that's really true. The signs are everywhere, but you recognize them as true signs, not ridiculous signs because those are out there also and we've all seen them. You recognize them as true signs because they resonate in your heart. This is our our task as individuals and as a spiritual community to come together, to be the light, to be the love, to know the power as ours to be the presence of light, divinity, to shine the light so that others can remember who they are. We are not here to convert anyone. We are here to illuminate, to awaken, first ourselves and then one another. The prayer of protection is meant to be not a call to someone outside of us. Our protection comes when we remember the power of who we are, because there is only one power. Do you remember that phrase that we have often said, there is only one presence, one power in the universe and in my life. God, the good omnipotence. Or translated, there is only one presence, only one power. It is divinity. It is light. It is everywhere. The things outside that seem so powerful, whether it's a politician or a pandemic or a a condition like poverty, those things are not truth. They are not the one power. The one power is light, love, truth, us. Namaste. One power invisible, and you see it everywhere and every day. One power indescribable, and you speak of it with every word you say. 
mysterious until you know the truth. As simple as the love inside of you. Call it God, call it Spirit, call it Jesus, call it Lord, call it Buddha, Balua, angel's wings, or heaven's door. But whatever name you give it, it's all one power, can't you see? It's the power of the love in you and me. One power, one power, one power. We speak so many languages. Different clothing, different colors, different names. But different is only dangerous when we forget that in the heart we're all the same. And we'll remember once we close our eyes to see that such distances were never meant to be. To be, call it God, call it Spirit, call it Jesus, call it Lord, call it Buddha, Bahalua, Hashem, or Heaven's door. It's Muhammad, it's your mind, it's your soul, or it's your sign. It's the universe, it's music, Mother Earth, or Father Time. It's all one power, can't you see? Whatever name you give it, it's the barrier we breathe. It's the power of the love in you and me. One power, oh, one power, one power is what we Forgiveness, it's the sweetness of release, it's the joy of inspiration, it's the sunshine on your face, it's the birthright of all nations, it's the boundlessness of space, it's the beauty of a baby, the serenity of sleep, it's the anger we abandon for its love that's most So that one power that we are, that's our medicine that we offer to the wider world. 
We've all known people who they take their lives because they, they feel like they have no power because they don't have access to love. We've all known people who have suffered like that. But we have the medicine more powerful than any vaccine that can go out into our world that can illuminate the truth that there is only one power. And it is right here. It is right here, heart to heart. We are one people. There is one power. If you believe that this is true, then I invite you to make a donation now to support this community, to allow us to thrive and grow bigger and bigger and bigger to reach more people. There is room. There is room for all of us. Even these silly soul shine people who are doing this ridiculous music right now. (laughs) So please text your donation, write a check, however it works for you. And let's, let's sing together. I got gratitude in my soul. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. I just want to say thank you for it all. I just want to say thank you, thank you. I just want to say thank you. I just want to say thank you for it all. I want to say a special thanks to, there's so many people that show up in this community and do things to help. And one of them is Patrice Goodman. Patrice has been the head of our janitorial angels for two years now. And she she just resigned from that service role. But I want to acknowledge how important that has been. And... um, and for all of the people that have been on her team as well. So thank you, Patrice, for that service. And somebody else that's behind the scenes that you probably don't know about is Leslie DeRay. And Leslie does a lot of the um, administrative work. And so when somebody fills in a contact card online, Leslie sends them a beautiful message welcoming them and answering any questions that they might have. She um, makes sure that greeting cards are sent out to them when we did our um, bonfire New Year's Eve service. She was organizing the time frames for the people who wanted to come. She does a lot of things like that that you would never see, but I know about and I really appreciate. And there's so many people in the community that are doing things like this. Um, Carol Fox is the one who heads up You Count. And if you are not yet signed up for You Count, please send her an email, Wind boyfarm at gmail.com. Carol is the person who puts out, if you have a need, like somebody's looking for a place to live, or somebody's got some furniture to give away, or somebody needs help with meals because they just had surgery, that all goes through you count. And really, everybody in our community needs to be on that so that we can all help each other. So thank you for all of you who are out there doing the things that you do to make this community alive in such a beautiful way. And I hope that you will consider 
signing up for the for the class Resilient You, and that happens in a week. And really, really get in touch with the power that you are. Also tonight, uh, Donna Benjamin is going to be leading the the health and wellness group, and she's going to be doing soul collage. If you haven't done that, it is so much fun and so powerful. It's a visual way. And remember, our subconscious minds speak in pictures. They don't speak in words. So as you find these pictures to make a collage of, you get in touch with your power in a different way. So tune in at 6.30 tonight for that. Um, Membership, if you haven't done it yet, please renew your membership. Just go to the new membership page online and click on that, and um, you'll be able to renew. Uh, Let's see, Bend Food Project is this Saturday, so we did a great job. We stuffed Anna's car last week, last month. Let's do that again, because people are really hungry right now, and and we can help. It's a simple thing. So just bring your non-perishable foods. If you've got a green bag, great, bring it in that. Otherwise, just do a grocery bag and and let's see what we can do between 10 and 11 on Saturday. And what is the date for the annual meeting? February 21st, right, 1130. You're... We have such a great project to share with you, and I, I want to make sure all of you know about it, whether you're a member or not. Please be there to watch it. It's really important. You, you will love what you see. Okay, so Zoom Lobby, right after this, if you're watching somewhere else, click on the Join Zoom on our website, and you'll be able to see your friends and chat. All right. Let's end with the prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds us. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the light of God. The power of God protects me. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. I am the presence of God. Wherever I am, God is because I am. The light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. Protects me.